Hello ladies, I hope you are well. So I put out a survey um, a couple of weeks back now um, asking people kind of what they would like help with. You know, we're planning our next round of content and um, getting things ready for the magazine. And so um, we'll just put out some questions out there. So if you have any topics that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, um, or subjects that um, you want to discuss or anything like that, feel free to send them in to hello at christianwomen.com.au. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to discuss things that you've got um, playing on your mind and questions. Um, So please send them in. And um, we actually heard back um, from a beautiful lady um, when we did send out the email um, with a really, really, really interesting question. And um, I thought I would tackle this one myself. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a quite a popular question. Um, I believe quite a lot of people struggle with uh, what the question is. And um, what I wanted to do is kind of go through, well, why has that question come up? what's caused it and then um some little bits about it so josephine um who is doing a great job over at holy yoga um asked the question and sent in this so um the secular world has a generalized perception that christian organizations should not be making profit In practical terms, marketing, communication efforts and outreach initiatives and investments may turn off seekers with this perception. How do we balance this perception with being comfortable making a profit and reaping monetary rewards? So that is a really, really fantastic question. I'll re-say it. So how do we balance this perception with being comfortable making a profit and reaping monetary rewards? So let's first kind of explore um, why there is that perception. So from my personal opinion, I believe that perception is out there because, first of all, uh, ministries um, from hundreds of years ago and for today and I actually um, believe this might be one of the reasons why some countries kind of um, or some communities kind of don't move on and that's because things have been given out for free. So you've got um, places like in Fiji where, you know, ministries have gone in there and this is not an offence to anyone. This is just my own personal perception um, and I'm not trying to offend anyone with this but this has been the result of what's happened because of it. So ministries have gone into places and communities and have given things out for free. So they've given food out for free. Um, You know, they've given clothes out for free or whatever it is. And what that has done, it has trained those communities to think, well, I don't need to do anything because these people are just going to come and do stuff for us for free anyway. So they're actually really clever. (laughs) They've kind of manipulated the system, if you like. And um, now they lay back and wait for more missionaries to come. Um, 
and you know and they're getting things for free and I know that there are some places out there that you know they do appreciate what people are doing and how it's helping them so this is just a generalization but there has been um a training to believe that because it's Christian because it's missionary related or people might see it as being missionary related that they're going to get something for free so that's kind of the training that we've been we've been given stuff and then we've got big organizations like the Red Cross who do provide help for free so they are not for profit they do get grants they raise their own funds and you know they go and deliver services for free so again that's more free training within Australia that's kind of gone well you're a Christian organization and you're providing help for free it's um it's kind of advancing that perception so people have been trained to think that because it's Christian it should be one and not for profit or a charity and you should be giving things out for free and churches have done that as well so you know they've gone out into communities and done things for free or for low cost to try and help people who are in need um and it's it's given that perception then that anything that is christian you know should be for free or for low cost um and let me reassure you that this doesn't have to be the case at all. So um, I know a lot of Christian bus- like businesses that are run by Christian people that are making a lot of profit. Um, and, you know, they've been able to really, um, I guess, be obedient to what God has asked them to do and are very profitable for it. And they've got beautiful hearts. They're very generous. Um, And I guess they're on the other side of the spectrum of going, well, actually, I'm responsible for giving away millions of dollars. Like, (laughs) that's a pretty, um, it's a big, not problem, but it's kind of on the reverse side of going, well, you know what, I've got lots to give away. I've got too much to give away. Um, But you get what I'm saying. So it really doesn't have to be the case. And um, I wanted to share a little bit about kind of Christian women in business and um, my heart for that. So I have chosen purposely not to make Christian women in business a not-for-profit or a charity because of this reason. Um, We are championing women out there to go and make a profit, to go and start businesses, to put their skills into practice and to make money out of it. And so we wanted to purposely be an example for Christian women um, to go out there and to make money. And I just, like, I've been, have had this question, you know, do we make it ministry? Do we keep it business? But you can have a business and still show kindness, show love, um, you know, be generous, uh, be kind um, but make a very, very profitable business. So we want to be an example. Um, I didn't want it to be a ministry, you know, per se. Yes, it is an outreach, but it is a business. And we're in the business of, you know, making money and to show that by example. So 
Um, I've personally picked to go for business model. I would love to keep it a business model. I believe we will keep it a business model. Um, And, you know, we will keep being that example. Jesus led by example and we want to lead by example. And I've been through many times where I've gone, oh, my goodness, like, I feel bad for making money. Like, who am I to make money? But every time I just keep going back to um, the parable of the talents in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 25, um, where God says, you know what? I'm giving you this money. Go out and multiply it. How do we multiply through marketing, through investment, through making wise choices? So I've been blessed so far and been given um, resources by God um, that we've been able to multiply. Um, And so, and I've got friends and people who are close around me going, SJ, if you're building Christian Women in Business, you need to be that example. Like you need to make the profit. You need to show how we make profit and then how to manage that profit and how to do good with the profit and how to, you know, benefit from that profit. And so um, we want to lead by example and we encourage any other Christian women yourself out there to also lead by making profit and not being afraid to make that profit. Um, Now, I've personally faced um, a lot of external criticism for this. You know, people are asking me, why isn't Christian Women in Business free? You know, and it's come from all different directions. And why should it be for free? And so these are the points um, why I believe you shouldn't do things for free as such. I believe if we're personally given anything for free, we should really um, take that as a blessing um, and, you know, acknowledge God for that blessing that he's given us. But I've written down some reasons why it's so important not to do things for free. So first one, because people don't value things, um, especially if it's for free. Um, so unless they've paid for it. So um, unless you're just that type of person that does value things for free, but generally people don't value things. So if we were to make, you know, um, our community free, we wouldn't have half the interaction of what we have because people are valuing it because they've put their money down. Um, so, you know, there's lots of Facebook Facebook groups, for example. This is just a good example out there that, you know, are business related or, you know, whatever it is that they're wanting to sell to you this week. Um, sorry. <laughs> so, um, and, the, you know, the groups aren't that interactive and I've got a, a rid of a lot of the groups because they're just time wasting anyway. But because people aren't valuing them, you know, um, they're not getting um, the value um, because it's for free. They're getting it for free so they don't really care for it. And, you know, we're in a society where we have been trained to think that you must pay for stuff. And, you know, if something is for free, then what's the catch? Okay, you've given me this for free, so what are you going to sell me next? So if you've paid for something outright, you um, you kind of know what you're going to get for your money. Um 
and you know hopefully there isn't no strings attached only that you're going to value and commit to what it is that you've paid for so number one is people don't value things unless they've paid for it um number two um and why we think it's good to make money um is it's allowed us to grow so when um when we first started out, um, we did have a foundation membership, um, and then uh, we have put our prices up, and so um, we have essentially doubled. And when I originally doubled um, the membership, people actually balked at me, um, and they were like, "Well, she's doubled it. Like that's it. I'm not going to be a part of Christian Women in Business," um, or you know they're not seeing the value in it but what's actually happened um obviously I pray to God about things I'm like okay God well if we're going to make this work we need to make a profit because I need money to be able to put back into it and when we first started I would have had to have had a lot of women in in the membership for me to even be able to put money into marketing like just to cover our very low costs anyway And so I sat down with God and I prayed with him and I, you know, I tackled to it. And I'm sharing with you some really personal stuff now. So I just ask that you respect what I'm sharing with you. Um, And, you know, I just battled with it. I'm like, God, if if we're going to take this thing where I believe that you're showing me, like, we can't do it on this much. Like, we need to up this. And um, I also had, like, battles in my own personal self the usual fear, you know, is it worth it and all that kind of stuff that comes up when we are promoting our own stuff. But um, I just stuck with God and with the advisors that I had around me and I just trusted in that. So, you know, uh, we doubled and then we doubled again and again, more people were bulking at it. um, But, um, and it's a big but, since I have and since I stuck to it and since, and it was a huge leap in faith like let me tell you I felt like I was like oh my goodness I am the biggest scammer out there even though I'm not it's just the stupid things that you tell yourself like what we are doing is good what we're doing is changing people it is helping people and women have been blessed so much because of it so I took the big leap in faith you know I'm not a scammer (laughs) I had to convince my own self that I'm not a scammer that we're not you know we are doing this because when you get given bad feedback you know you, you, you question yourself and I'm thinking well god I'm actually like one of the most integral people out there like why am I even feeling this but anyway so we got through that we did it and our intakes actually went up like we did it I trusted in God and I went for it and um, it's funny because every time I went, sorry this is just going a bit off a tangent but it's a cool story, every time I went, so I put the price up on the website right and then I'd freak out and then every time I'd go to change that price in on the website, God wouldn't let me. So um something would come up and I wouldn't be able to change the website like literally I'd go on the website and it wouldn't let me in a certain section and I'm sat there going 
am I going mad? Like, this is where you click to go into that section and it's not happening. And so God would stop me from changing that number. Bless him. He's got my back. So every time I'd freak out and I'd be like, no, 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 we need to pull it down. We need to pull it down and, you know, go cheaper. God would be like, nah. (laughs) He'd literally put physical roadblocks in there. And then when I've gone a second time when I'm not freaking out, but, you know, I've found a spelling mistake or because that happens a lot with me um, and I'd go to change something, then it'd let me in that section of the website. So every time I was freaking out, God was like, no, trust me, take this step in faith. I'd be like, but I can't. And um, he'd stop me from being um, silly. So trust in the figure that God has given you. Be obedient in that. Step out in faith in that because when you do, God will bless you. So when I did respect God, he gave me a number. He gave me the 47. I'm like, okay, I'm going for it, God. I'm freaking out, but I'm going for it. He's actually blessed us more. So our intake numbers have actually gone up. And um, because of that, we're actually able to then better market. Like we're able to get the word out there to more people. We're able to reach more people. We're able to do a better job of what we're done. I'm not sat there thinking I'm going to have to run this on, you know, the smell of an oily rag. Like, um, and we're also really, really blessed. And I'm also really blessed for the team that I have around me that have helped me and support me as well. But with the money that, you know, has been not made into a profit as such yet because we're reinvesting it straight away. But because of that extra money we do have, we are able to put it straight back into the marketing and able to reach more people, which means we'll be able to bless more people. So that is just really cool. And it's something that you should learn from us. So by being obedient, God has just blessed us back. He's amplified the marketing marketing that we have put out there. You know, we've been able to reach more people with the magazine. Um, So it's just trusting in that and knowing that God's got you back. So that was point number two. (laughs) Point number three, um, we are able to have a blessing fund. Um, So because of that, Um, you know it's not the biggest blessing fund in the world but we've got a blessing fund so we're now able um, to be able to put some money out of our membership and out of any money that we make into a blessing fund and from that blessing fund um, we've been able to you know give that money into people who are on the front line who are saving women from sex slavery um Or, you know, if we feel that someone is doing it hard out there, we are able to bless them. Uh, We've also been able to bless women in third world countries through Cuba, through that money. So um, the more money we make, the more people we can bless. The more money you make, the more more people you, you can bless. Now, I'm not saying you have to give away everything that you make, not at all, Um, but it is our... um, God tells us to have a generous heart. Um, I'm not going to tell you how much to give. Um, I'm not going to tell you you have to give. And I'm not going to tell you what 
kind of monetary or things you have to give. All I'm saying that if you have more, you're able to bless more, you're able to give more. Um, And when God puts something on your heart to give, you're able to have that fund there available to give it. Lots of people give in lots of different ways to lots of different organisations and how they want to do it. That's fine. But just for us, we are able to have that blessing fund. And, you know, we're praying over that blessing fund. God, bless our blessing fund. Because if we've got more blessings in there, the more we can bless out. So that's um, point number three. And then point number four, which I believe is the most important point, um, and that is important because if we don't do this, we are really, really letting down ourselves. Um, we're letting down our families and we are being disobedient to God. Now, if you're in the first stages of business, you might not be at this point yet. And that is totally fine. We've all got to start somewhere. Um, and we've all, you know, got to build on what we've got. And if we don't listen to these people who are balking at us and telling us that we shouldn't be making a profit, even though we should, um, this one will slap them right back in the face. So it's um, 1 Timothy 5, 8. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So I'll say it again. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, especially their own household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So there are Bible verses out there that, you know, do say, oh, money's the root of all evil and yada, yada, yada. I won't go into that. But God does tell us in Matthew's, Matthew 25, I can't remember the verse, that to go out and multiply what is given you. And then God tells us that the most important thing we can do with this money and with the raw resources that we do have, is look after our own household. That means paying yourself. It means making sure that you have a roof over your head and you have food on the table. God is telling you out of the money that you make that it is okay to provide for your family through it. And it is okay to put food on the table and to pay yourself so you can provide for your family. And if you don't do that, you are worse than an unbeliever. So rest assured and know that it is okay for you to make a profit. And it is okay because out of that profit that you are making, you are going to go and provide for your family. And God wants you to do that. That doesn't mean that money is going to make you evil. It doesn't mean that, you know, and that's for a different topic and I want to cover that topic because it's such a cool topic to cover. But just know that it's okay to make money. It's okay to be a not-for-profit and it's okay to put that money that you do earn into your family, into your own family and to bless your family with a house, with food and with things that you need. 
So don't fear, sister. It's okay to make money and it's okay to bless your family. So I encourage you, you are doing a fantastic job. You are doing great work and you must keep going on what you're doing. We so believe in what you're doing. I so believe in what you're doing. Keep out there. Keep making a profit. And know that what happens when you are obedient to God and you do do what he's told you to do, no matter what people think, above all, we should be obedient to God. Okay? God wants you to be obedient to him, not to man. Man will always have an opinion of you. People won't like you. They won't like what you're doing. You're going to get criticism. That's okay. You play, you play, pray blessings over those people. You ask God to bless them abundantly and you give that, you give them straight to God and then you keep your head down and you keep doing what you're doing. Keep praying to God, keep seeking guidance from him and be obedient um, to what God is asking you to do. Out of obedience and out of my obedience, we've been able to make more profit. We've grown and now we're able to keep growing. Money is a water flow in your business. It's your money stream. If you're not making money, your riverbed's going to dry out and nothing's going to grow. You've got to keep watering those plants and you've got to keep having that that stream flowing. You've got to have, we want overflowing waterfalls. Like, bring it on, I say. So don't feel bad about those people who are putting you down about making money give them to God, pray about them, not pray about them, pray for them, pray blessings over them, ask God to, you know, super bless them, forgive them, release them and keep being obedient. You are doing a fantastic job. Keep going out there and making more profit. Um, We're a discipleship. Our discipleship is in the business realm. You know, we've got our discipleship groups, our small um, business socials that are expanding and we need to be the leaders and the examples in those small groups so we can keep multiplying so that we can keep blessing other women and showing them that look it's okay to make a profit and look what's happened because of that my heart isn't evil I'm not seeking out money to do bad things like we are keeping this riverbed flowing and um, we are growing and we are richly resourced and richly abundant. And um, that's totally cool. Like it's all God's anyway. So why not look after what God's given us and do a really great job with it? So ladies, keep going. Keep being awesome. God has got you. Keep your eyes on him. And remember 1 Timothy 5.8. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, especially their household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. It's totally okay for you to make money, for you to bless your business and for you to pay yourself and keep paying yourself so you can look after your family. So go get them, tigers. Keep those questions coming in. If you've got any difficult topics you want to talk about that you're not too sure, this is why we open this platform. We want to talk through these difficult topics. We want to encourage you. We want to strengthen you. So just keep going. 
Keep being awesome and we'll catch you next time. Sarah Jane here. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends. Please rate our podcast on iTunes. And for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business, head over to our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Catch you next time.